0: Hey everyone, it's Ron Doyle. Thanks to everyone who attended our all-comedian special at High Plains Comedy Festival. We were honored to be part of the fest. You have two chances to catch one of our live shows this month, September 13th at Tiger Tiger Tavern in San Diego and September 21st at Bumpport Theater in Denver. The theme will be Change of Heart. Both shows start at 8 p.m. and both shows are totally free. Hope to see you there.
1: Next storyteller. All right,
0: next. Story next storyteller. Our next storyteller. Welcome to the Narrators Podcast. This
1: podcast collects stories that were told at the narrators, a monthly storytelling event that features people telling true stories based on a theme.
0: All the stories shared at the narrators are true. Or at least they're supposed to be true, so it's rare for one of our storytellers to reveal when they're lying. Today's story, however, is almost entirely about lying. In this case, to total strangers. Greg Salvison is an astronomer, ultra distance runner, and a longtime friend of the show. His story was recorded live on July 20th, 2016, at Buntport Theater in Denver, Colorado. The theme of the evening was pop.
1: Okay, um, so let's see. Uh, let's, so it was, I spent the summer between my junior and senior year of college. Doing astronomy research at the Center for Astrophysics in Cambridge, Massachusetts. And maybe once or twice a week, my research advisor, John, and I would go to the Jordan's Furniture in Reading, Massachusetts. Anyone ever been there? Oh, okay, so you know that inside of the Jordan's Furniture in Reading, Massachusetts, there's a trapeze rig. And yeah, yeah, so what John and I would do, we would combine our research meetings with with our flying trapeze lessons, as, you know, is pretty standard student advisor relationship. (laughs) But so, all right, so we would do this quite often, a lot of fun, and so the way that a trapeze lesson works, you sort of are practicing a trick all lesson long, and at the end of the lesson, you try to catch it. So somebody, you know, you you, you pop off the bar and somebody tries to catch you on the other uh, bar, right? So John and I are standing on the perch together, waiting for this guy to climb up so we can be caught. Uh, John's practicing his layouts, which are these, like, backward flips in a pike position. I'm practicing my bird's nest, (laughs) just like that, (laughs) in yoga pants. (laughs) and, and there's another trapeze instructor on the perch. The perch is very small. It's, like, really about that big. And we're all up there together, and the trapeze instructor is just there to, you know, talk you through things. So I'm waiting to go. It's getting to be my turn, and probably just to calm my nerves, the, the you know, I've got to pull off this bird's nest, the trapeze instructor says to me, so, you know, what do you, what do, you do? And so I explain, well, all right, you know, I'm a, I'm a student, working with a Harvard astronomer for the summer. It's this, like, undergrad internship program. And then John, my research advisor, butts in and he says, no, 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 Greg's an astronomer. And that felt really good. I mean, here's somebody validating me who I really look up to and, and just like him a lot personally. And so that, that felt really good to, to, you know, identify as a real astronomer. Um, and so... Summer goes, and and you know I, I'm done trapezing, I'm done astronomying, and I head back to Michigan uh, to finish off my senior year. So I turned 21 too, and <laughs> <laughs> um, so go back to Michigan to finish off my senior year. And what better way to, to kick off a new school year than with a back to school haircut. Now, something you need to know about me, when I was in high school, I had hair down to, you know, down to my nipples. And this was mostly just to irritate my father, as, as my brother will attest to, who's right here. But um, anyways, the reason I cut my hair when I first got to college, I, I overheard people in my dorm room, or in my, on, on the hall in my dorm, speculate as to whether or not I might be a serial killer, because I just had that look about me. So later that day, I just, I just went and got it cut. And, and ever since then, I, I always got my hair cut at the same place because it's just, I don't know, creature of habit. That's just what I do. Okay. So, you know, school's starting, and I go to get my hair cut, and uh, it's a new, a new guy cutting my hair. Never met him before. And, uh, you know, you go through the standard pleasant chit chat. Oh, are you a student here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, What's your major? say, I'm an astronomer. Feels good to say it. <laughs> and he says, cool, I love astrology. And, and so this, <laughs> I usually let it slide the first time someone flubs it. And anyways, but you know, then I launch into my spiel. <clears throat> okay, you know, yeah, I, I do research on black holes. There are two types of black holes. There are these things called supermassive black holes. They're in the center of every single galaxy. There's something like a million to a billion times the mass of the sun—big number doesn't really mean anything. Then there are these little black holes, and little black holes form when a really big star dies. It goes pop, and just leaves behind a black hole that's something like ten times the mass of the sun. And any given galaxy is littered with tens or a hundred, hundreds of millions of these things. And those are what I do research on. And Everyone in the barbershop is eavesdropping on my conversation. This is like, I've got people's attention. Other barbers, stylists, whatever, they're asking me questions. You know, I've got many, I'm working the room here. And and this is when perhaps the most brilliant idea I've ever had popped into my head. I thought, oh my gosh. When I go to get my hair cut and the barber asks me, what do you do? I can say anything I want. (laughs) And they won't know the difference. You know, they're not gonna call you on this. And and so I eased into this idea. So, you know, a couple months go by, time for a haircut. Make sure to go to a new place. And and you know, you get there, sit down. You know, you're here for a haircut? Yeah, yeah, sit in the chair, okay. You a student here? Yep. What's your major? I'm a music major. (laughs) Oh, cool. What's your instrument? I play the sitar. The what? Oh, the sitar, it's this this Indian instrument, classical Indian instrument, beautiful instrument. It's made of a couple of gourds. It has 18 strings. Turns out you only actually play one of those strings. I'm collaborating with with a music professor to incorporate the sitar into some gangster rap. And they'll talk to you, you know, you just... And and so the thing is, this this wasn't entirely untrue. I had officially declared a music major in the hopes of getting free guitar lessons at the university. I never took a music class, and this didn't work, but I was a music major, technically, and I did take sitar lessons while I was in high school. No experience with gangster rap. (laughs) But because, you know, coming from white middle-class America and... I, I swear to you, confidently lying to my barber was like the rush of my life. <laughs> and so I said, and so since then, I've gone nuts with this idea. <laughs> so, you know, you go, you walk into a barbershop, right? They say, you here for a haircut? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, sit in the chair. <laughs> So, what do you do? Oh, well, you know, I work for this major television network, and and it's my job to put the laugh tracks into all the sitcoms. And it's it's a great gig, you know, it's up to me to decide what's funny. And not only what's funny, but just how funny it is. Because there are different types of laughs. And you want to know something really weird? All of those recordings of of the laugh tracks, those were all made in like the 1950s. So just about everyone you're listening to is dead when you hear them laughing. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so you know, a couple months go by, time for another haircut. Oh, hey, you here for a haircut? Sure am. Take a seat. Why, thank you. So, what do you do? Well, I, so I'm, I'm a grandmaster chess player. But, I, you know, I, I'm a little pissed off right now, to tell you the truth, because I, I'm currently serving a two-year ban for unsportsmanlike conduct. Yeah. <laughs> of course, chess is a sport. It's a mental game, you know? And, and I play by the rules. It's, you know, I take my turn, and then I just walk around to my opponent's side, and I hover over him, not touching you, not touching you, not touching you. <laughs> Eat a tuna fish sandwich. As long as I'm not touching the guy, playing by the rules here. But, you know, fucking Magnus Carlsen and Garry Kasparov just sick of me doing that, and, and now I'm, I'm banned. So I'm thinking about getting into amateur chess boxing. This is getting to be a big thing in, in Russia. You know, you can win by either a knockout or a checkmate. And I, I think I'd be the best chess player there. I just, you know, don't have the arms for it just yet. Have to survive a couple rounds. <laughs> People buy that, like, you say confidently, and they'll, they'll believe you. Or they they won't call you on it, is what they won't do. Okay, time for another haircut. A few months go by. Walk in the door. You here for a haircut? Sure am. Have a seat. Thank you. They don't always ask you, what do you do? They're not all talkers. Because I only pay them 15 bucks, you know? And so sometimes you have to initiate the conversation. I say, you know... I've got this dilemma. Can you give me some advice? And they'll take the bait. And <laughs> you say, look, you know, you ever heard of the Kentucky Derby? Yeah, yeah, the horse race, you know, the Kentucky Derby. You ever heard of the horse? Tall, glass, a sweaty clip-clop?
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, it was a runner-up last year. I can't believe you haven't heard of him. That's my horse. Problem is, I've got this jockey He's total drunk, and I, I, you know, I'm thinking about replacing him, but he's got this complex about him. He just, you know, he's sensitive about his size, and when he goes out, he won't order smaller drinks, and he just gets hammered super fast, and he's unreliable, and he's undertrained. But I just don't have anyone to replace him. What should I do? Don't always get my hair cut in Colorado either. Got my hair cut in Texas once. Y'all here for a haircut? No, no, just me. (laughs) All right, have a seat, have a seat. Oh, wait a sec. It's Texas. So, what do you do? Oh, you you know the the prison down in Huntsville. I'm the cook. I'm the prison cook in Huntsville. But, you know, you might not know this, but they perform more executions there than anywhere else down in Huntsville, about one a month. So cooking at Huntsville Prison, pretty boring, but every single month, it's up to me to prepare the last meal for the person on death row. And, you know, usually it's pretty boring stuff, standard stuff, steak, lobster, ice cream, but every now and then you get... A real challenge. Just the other month, I made a guy green eggs and ham. He even wrote me a Yelp review. No, just kidding. You know, they don't have internet access. So, you know, I would, I, this is something I now have quite a lot of fun with. Every time I get my hair cut, uh, just whatever pops into my head. And then I'll spend about five minutes looking it up on Wikipedia. And I know, you know, of course, you said Greg, but you're just flat out lying to people. Isn't that bad? Well, the way I justify it to myself is I say, well, I'm not hurting anybody and I'm making an ordinarily boring experience at least somewhat more exciting and, and it's quite fun every month or so to pop out of this universe just for 15 minutes, pop into a new universe where you still exist, you still do boring things like get your hair cut, but there's something else exciting about Thank you. <laughs>
0: That's Greg like everybody. Narrators is produced by Robert Rutherford, Mary Robertson, Aaron Rollman, and me, Ron Doyle. Our intern is Sydney Crane. Our theme music is by Whalehawk. And our founder and executive producer is Andrew Orbital. A very special thanks to our amazing sponsors, Legal Pete's, Greater Than Records, Sexy Pizza, Sexbox Comedy, from The Hip Photo, and Breckenridge Brewery. If you haven't already, please subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast app. And join us at one of our live monthly shows, which take place every second Tuesday of the month at Tiger Tiger Tavern in San Diego, California, and every third Wednesday of the month at Bumport Theater in Denver, Colorado. Both shows start at 8 p.m. and are always free to attend. You can find us on Facebook or Twitter, And for past episodes, photos from our live shows, and a list of our upcoming events and themes, please visit thenarrators.org. Thanks for listening.